Day 57. I'll admit, it's been a jarring couple of hours. Actually, days. No, actually weeks. Zara's hometown of Aharaza is beautiful, especially considering everything we went through before coming here. Compared to the maze, the mosses, and the minotaur, it's a breath of fresh air. After getting our bearings and realizing that about a month had passed since we escaped the labyrinth, Zer took us to the Temple of the Old Light. There, we happened to run into Zer's fiancé, Leander. I was expecting a bit more of a romantic greeting, knowing what I've heard from Zer, but instead, Leander looked terrified. He took us to a private area and showed us a pile of wanted posters he'd taken from the temple. One for each of us, and all startlingly accurate to our appearances. They even sketched out my bear form, which is only slightly terrifying. Anyway. Apparently, we're wanted by Zalem, Elias Lord Vagrant, for a whole laundry list of crimes, including trying to incite a war. So that's fun. We decided that we should probably lay low for a while. We all got new clothes, and then Zer took Castor and I to his family home. The stained glass could be one of the wonders of Incendium all on its own. Caustic took Finn to a wise man in town to see what could be done about his illness, only to find that it had somehow been cured. Finn's been off busking for a while, and Caustic and Zer decided to visit the beach. As for Castor and I, I think Castor's a lot more stressed about this whole thing than I am. I figured he might need some time to not be staring at wanted posters for a bit. So, I asked him to go flower picking with me, since I wanted to get a handle of the local flora and fauna. We'll see how that goes. I'll put your clapping hands away. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm Corey. I'm the Dungeon Master for Opportunity Roll Podcast. Let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Let's go ahead and start with Z-Man Ultra. Hi, I'm Chris, and I'm going to be playing uh, your resident monk, Eamon Monk, Zareth of the Old Light. Rodeo? Hi, I'm Rodeo or Maxwell, and I'll be playing Caster, definitely not the Angel of Death. Uh, Jace? Hey everyone, I'm Jace. Uh, I play Caustic, the human keeper of memories, who's having a good time playing sports ball. Uh, Dust? Hello, I am Dust. I'll be playing the human bardlock, Finn. And last but least, Alex. Hi, I'm Alex, and I am playing Callisto, who is, as uh, Max put it, definitely not the demon of life. Uh, you'll have to give me a, a pass from my throat. I've had COVID. Um, we are currently just finally getting over that. So uh, I am Corey, the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ Daddy. Um, so let's go ahead and, and get into it. The last time we had this amazing recap, but I think the one thing that I do want to go over is that Arwen. Uh, Arwen and this gentleman last game, uh, they seem to have hidden it off. Um, just, just one last little thing I wanted to, to clip it in there. Um, thank you, I, I, I forgot. That's okay. Uh, it's NPC, so, you know, it's like, not main, main, main group yet. Um, 
I don't mind starting a slate at night. However, does anyone really have anything big they want to do that night? Yes. I, I see one shaking head, two shaking head, three person. I know okay. that I would prefer not to start if that helps. Um, let's go ahead. Uh, for anybody who wants to start, roll me a d4. Um, we'll go with with highest number, and we'll do scenes from. Whoever. Well, I think it's on Chris because. I'm with it. I'm with Callisto. So, yeah, Chris, you can start. I, I, I'll go I, after. I actually, yeah, I I would even volunteer, but it's, you all no, hold me on. The... I'm DM, and I want you to all fight for this scene. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I so, it, it, uh, actually, <laughs> I, I I had something that that I really wanted to do. So, um, that that kind of sets up the mood for the rest of the episode. I hope. Anyway, I, I will get you guys to roll against each other at some point. Um, so the house has been empty apart from no, it's been empty. Everybody's kind of left and gone and done their own thing. And I, I think um, Finn was done busking for the night, so I think he might have come back to the house. I left a note saying I was going back to that temple to to do more, like, look more into the paintings and the statues. Oh, okay. Um, so, basically, Zare is taking costs from their um, mischievous retreat and lighting of the, um, the, the brass brazier um, signal fire. And um, I'm going to assume... Because, and I'll ask, well, I'll ask, I won't assume, but I will assume as much to ask if Leander will be at home uh, waiting since it's so late at night. Let me see, because I do know the ship is setting the next morning. I think he'll be home for a a brief time, so like he's probably getting things packed. Um, with the way yeah, your guys' relationship is, you know, he's he's probably getting uh, clothes situated, last meal at home, uh, making sure that things are usually packed down and, and kind of locked up if he's not here, because you know, even though it is a wonderful place, people break in. Um, not often, but it's usually probably. Yeah. Um, so I I'd say he'd probably be there for about two or three two or three hours. Um, maybe about two hours of free time, if that. Um, so um I imagine Koss will enter with Zare, not knowing which of my the remaining companions will will find there, but it'll just be us evidently and and leander and and i'd like to go up and or not go uphill i will just be there because it's a small room leander i'm i'm sorry that you had to give us the news um the way you did when i first arrived it wasn't exactly the welcome that i expected but i know it wasn't the welcome you wanted to give me either can we start over? He'll nod. Um, 
I, I'll I'll definitely say that. Where do I put this? He's he definitely still looks troubled. There's like something, something's still off. But I mean, he's not. He's not stating what it is. Looking at the the his his little rucksack, I I take it, it it's time that you head off again to Sanchez. I uh, I've got about a few more hours, but the ship is currently getting ready for a course to stop at Lorbrum. Um, we have been asked that we he's kind of searching for for how to say it um, but he's basically going to explain that uh, the kingdom of both Fortosum and Sorlim have asked him and his crew to stop at a nearby uh, city under their control in order to search his ship for potentially your whereabouts. Oh, I, I see. Um, well, let's, let's not ruin the last night you have in Aharaza. Um, Koss, here I... is a, uh, a platinum. You can, uh, tell everybody um, wherever they've gone that if they can't find a friendly neighborhood um, residence to sleep tonight they can use this at the inn and then um, he'll hand over the platinum to Goss and then he'll uh, approach Leander and then he'll just say now out and he will shove Leander onto the bed. Caustic will slide out of there as fast as humanly possible. And I think any information can wait until after we fade to black. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll fade to black on that one. Um... Caustic was just staying there making sure there wasn't like another command to come and then with like Zared at that just like, whoop. Time for me to go. <laughs> I thought out could be interpreted two different ways. Not, not for Koss. <laughs> but Kostik will begin just meandering around looking for people uh, and will tell them but I am not terribly looking for a scene and I don't think Kostik is going to be in a rush to get to anyone. I think they kind of know that everyone's doing their own thing and taking their time. Although, the... actually, Finn, are you still busking or are you doing something different? I'm, I, I'm at the temple we, we teleported in. Okay. Well, uh, I'll say for sure, based on what I know, Caustic will pass out... Uh, out. Who's Alex? We'll pass uh, Callisto and Caster and just be like, uh, I can wait. And then just like, walk on by. <laughs> like, 
and we'll we'll meet up at the uh, at the temple with Finn to hang out. But like I said, I don't need a scene. Define the shit. Oh, oh that shit. That shit. I, no, I, dr- I drink her mocha by uh, mistake. Uh, oh, I no. Posted it. Because You're I love okay. it. And, but it disappeared before I could click it, so that's where my hang-up button was. <laughs> Just posting in meme chat. Hi, Bart. Oh, Hi. yeah, that tracks. We doing this? Yeah. Um. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm I'm just trying to keep up. I'm also getting messaged from Winter. Oh shit. Sure. Okay. Okay. Oh, we good? Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were doing something and you were gonna say something. Okay. So I I think Callisto would see Caustic passing, just kind of wave awkwardly as she's mid-picking a lotus flower. Uh, I think she's ankle deep in the water at this point and is contemplating going swimming, but doesn't actually want to do that because that feels like that would be maybe sacrilegious or whatever. She doesn't know. Meanwhile, Caster's sitting there, and he's he's got a nice bouquet of primroses all picked up, and he's he's like getting them together. And he's you can you can see that he's arrange trying to arrange them so that the colors look the most flattering together. Okay, Callisto. After a while, is going to pick another lily, stick it in her hair again, and look up at Caster. As casually as she can, and say, "So, um, do you want to talk about you nearly dying?" Did I nearly? Was it? Was it that bad? Yeah, yeah, it was. At least to my knowledge, I'm not a cleric. I don't want to talk about it much. I just knew that it was the right thing to do at that moment. I wanted to save us all. And as per usual, you didn't think of yourself first. Nope. You never do. Why would I? Think of others. It's kind of what I do. Caster, have you ever stopped to think that other people want you alive? No, I'm sure they do. Then don't you want to stay alive for those people? Of course, but if they all die, who's left to want me alive? You are. Caster, that's the whole point. If everyone dies and there's one person left, someone's got to carry on the legacy. Why do you think I'm not dead yet? 
because you're incredibly brave. I guess it's not just a legacy. I probably would be dead several times over. And fantastically placed ambulance sound. Anyway, I guess maybe it's not just a legacy. Because I probably would have found a reason to give up. But, you know, I have a reason to be alive. That's what's keeping me going, I guess. She this. looks at him with this this look of like, please understand what I'm saying because I can't actually voice the words. And Caster not completely understanding everything. Um, this whole group and everything we have to do together. Uh, no, I, I mean yes, yes. That that's the bigger purpose. But I met you before I met any of them. Caster, if I'd never met you, I'd probably be dead. You get that, right? I think it's the other way around. If I hadn't met you, I would have died. You that is also me. true. You stopped me from starving on my path from Tansom to Fortosum. Yeah, but you know what I mean, right? We've Do taken you? care of each other. We've been there for each other. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Uh, I, I don't know how to put this, honestly. I got you these. <laughs> Caster will hold out the flowers to her, seeing that she's flustered. Callista will just look at them and look at him and look back at the flowers and then look back at him. And then he'll take a second, and he'll take one that he notices is out of place, and put it in the right spot, and then and then hand it back. She she'll take it extremely gingerly, and then look back at Caster, and realize that what this means to her probably means something very different to him, because getting a gift of flowers to her is a proposal of marriage. She'll say, oh, so I'm assuming the feeling is mutual then? I might be assuming. I'm sorry. Am I assuming? I, I don't want to be assuming. Sorry. No. Thank you. The flowers are great. That's very much appreciated. Callisto... <sighs> And you'll see Caster sigh, and he'll he'll look down a bit, and he'll go, "I, I'm not great with social interaction one on one, and I don't understand everything. And I want to, but I'm bad at it." I guess what I'm trying to say is, can I kiss you right now? Um. Uh. Yes. And immediately Callisto is just blushing. She says, fuck. 
no, that wasn't that wasn't how I meant to say it. I'm sorry. I'm not good at words either or social interaction. Um, I can say that better. She takes Castor's hand in hers and takes a deep breath and says, "Hi. I've been in love with you for several weeks, and I've been terrified to do anything about it." Because I was worried I was going to lose you like I lost everyone else. Do you feel the same way that I do? And you're going to see Caster and is is he's he's thrown off, but you can see for it's just for a second and then his analytical mind pops in. But then it all his eyes kind of flash out as it goes to more philosophical. And after a pause, he gives Callisto's hand a squeeze. And he says, I'm, I'm not sure I know what love is. I've never really experienced it. But I do know that I want to stay by your side no matter what happens. I think you're really beautiful. And I find myself looking at you very often. Um... I want to be there to help you through your worst times and to celebrate with you during your best. And I want to see you happy. I want to see you smile. And I'd be even happier if it was me that was the reason why you smile. And if that's love, then yes, I love you wholeheartedly, Callisto. Callisto's frozen for a moment. And this brilliant smile takes over her face. She says... You are so good at taking the words out of my mouth. I d- Can I take the, the words out of yours? And she kisses him. And, and he, <clears throat> he goes with it. As this moment occurs, though, there's going to be some stuff going on uh, overhead. Uh, there will be a few bursts of, of kind of magical works um, dazzling the sky in, in different lights. Um, there's going to be uh, some blues, reds, yellows, and flyers are going to start to kind of come down from the sky, uh, littering the town a bit here and there. Um, everybody's just kind of wondering, you know, what's going on in it. Were you to look to the night sky, you would find a person, a person's silhouette, a female on a broom. Um, and eventually a wand will light up. She'll, she'll show herself and, and kind of uh, her white dress adorned with, with blue and, and strange flowers, uh, her feline familiar on the broom with her. She'll, she'll call out to pretty much anybody using thaumaturgy. Her voice will kind of boom out. Be sure to check out the festival. We'll arrive in two days. We are up north, a couple days off. Be safe. The ways have been marked through the desert with flags. We hope to see you there. And with that, she'll shoot off a few more fireworks and she will kind of disappear. As Caster um, separates from the kiss with the fireworks in the background, everything, he's going to look to Glisto and be like, that was my first kiss. Oh. 
Oh. Shit, I'm sorry it had to be me. Why are you... What? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, the, I, there were fireworks, and it's by a river, and it's you. Okay. I, I don't know. I've only kissed RK, and frankly, he's not very good at it. I'm probably not either. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> I'm sorry. That that was supposed to be a compliment. I'm I'm sorry. I'm a mess. How no, are you? no, it came it came off as a as a compliment, but it made me laugh too hard that I had to mute my mic. Oh no, that oh. was in character. Oh. <laughs> my part. Oh. I, can I get a D100? Uh, sure. From who? I'm going to say rodeo. It's been a while since I've asked it from you. Oh. Oh. If it's bad, can I use my inspiration? Um, you know, you can use your inspiration, which will give you a whole new T a whole new D one hundred. But if it's lower or higher, you have to go with it regardless. I'm gonna use it because I did not like the way you said "oh." <laughs> well, the the "o" wasn't because that was a, I you know I'm not gonna say that. Go ahead. doing it again <laughs> i'm not doing anything I yeah said... okay okay brush your beard there brother <laughs> um it's back by the way it took almost two months it's great um so some things are gonna occur um not things thing but it may slightly put a damper on the evening um not bad, not horribly, uh, but some information may come to light. As you guys are, are eventually, and I would say eventually, walking back to whether it's at the main chapel or whether you're heading over to the large inn, you guys will at some point probably cross an alleyway. If I could have both uh, Callisto and Caster roll a perception for me, that would be great. Damn. Twenty-two. They're just take a minute for so fifteen. So both of you are going to notice uh, there is two people in the alleyway, covered in shadow, and you know it's kind of like one of those one of those nights where the sun just kind of silhouettes the people, and and everything's kind of just at that area tonight. There is going to be a moment where you're like, oh, they're they're just being they're being indecent, they're kissing, they're probably making out in the alleyway. And then one of the bodies is going to slump down into the corner. And it looks like the other person is literally still on top of them. Um if if you were to move forward or continue walking it would sense something and then it would disappear it, it would it would kind of moat into a smaller form and then take to the sky 
as it's going, I want to use my eyes of the grave. Uh, first off, we gain the ability to occasionally sense the presence of undead, whose existence is an insult to the natural cycle of life. As an action, you can open your awareness to magical death. Uh So yes, whatever just left is undead. And I forget if that one tells me... Nope, doesn't tell me anything about the identities or capabilities. That's a paladin thing. And a ranger um, thing. So Caster's going to look to Callisto and say, whatever it was, it was undead. Okay. Uh, should we go? Uh, and she's just going to give should up we... and walk into the alleyway and go check out the body that she assumes is a body. Caster's um, going to, as before she walks into the alleyway, or as she's walking into the alleyway, he's going to touch her on the shoulder and put a death ward on her. Oh, shit. Okay, thank you. Right. So I going to walk in and go see what happened. And he'll follow right behind. Wait one second. Uh, are you using anything to, to light black? Dark vision? Dark, yeah, no, nothing light-wise. I'm just really relying on dark vision. color or anything like that. So basically your vision might be clear, but you can't... I'll use it's... light. Yeah. I'll use light on my hand. Okay. There is... Definitely, even with dark vision, you can notice that there's not just one corpse in this alley. Um, there's a crate close by that seems to have had the lid kind of ripped open and put to the side. And there's uh, probably about four, four bodies. Um, three have been stuffed in this box, and one is is currently laid up against the wall and I think the most precise word to use is that they all seem like they have been ensanguinated exsanguinated yep ensanguinated the Forgive blood me. has literally been drained from their drained blood. of all blood thank you oh, oh. exsanguination it's a fun word um I, we can cut this out would Callisto have ever had any experiences with vampires I don't know if your jungle is like my jungle. I doubt it is. You've, you've probably dealt with uh, creatures that, that can suck the life out of you. Maybe not vampires, but uh, larger things like uh, dire leeches. Um, maybe uh, plants that, that do feast on, on blood, not um, not body. Uh, sure. is there... I'm guessing oppositionally, Caster would absolutely know vampires because of his grave cleric studies which are against the undead uh, probably yeah uh Zer? um i just want to say that in a very early episode now if, if callisto doesn't or if alex and callisto can join don't remember then i won't give anything else away but i will say that in an earlier episode Zer actually spoke of vampire like creatures um in his hometown, in in the, his homeland. So if they remember that much, they might think to ask 
him. I I will say I do not remember that until you remind me. I remember you mentioning it, but I've forgotten at this point. So I'm gonna say Callisto would not have paid attention to that necessarily. Um. Okay. Uh, can I? They look like they've been leached of all blood. Can I tell from where? Well, before that, is there any chance that they're alive? Any any chance for saving? For the um, last one? I can make a medicine check if you would like. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and do a medicine check. Uh, let me. Um... Can I give him advantage, or use the help action? Give me, give me one second. I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, I don't mind if you give him advantage. I just, I, I've all, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm all over the place. It should have been something I prepped earlier, but. Oh, roll 20. How I hate you right now. Well, as Caster's going over the wounds and looking, seeing to see if there's any signs of life or anything that could be, you know, helped, he'll turn to Callisto and say, I was going to suggest maybe we could finally sleep outside again, but now I don't want to. Yeah, agreed, honestly. I'm so sorry. Uh, a token that I had built is not appearing, and I had some stuff pre built for this. Okay. So, God damn it, no! I just got pulled off of roll 20. Oof. Um, I'm going I'm to keep going with this. Uh, let me know what, what your roll was. 17 total. 17. So, you're kind of looking over the body. The, the neck has been punctured in two places. And some, some thickest, I mean some thickest veins, uh, kind of have occurred on, onto this. And as you're as you're kind of checking this this body, um, there will be movement in the crate. If you if you were to to check the crate, um, then the one on the wall would jump at you. So for the first time in a while. Um, I'm going to start turn order. Okay. Um, so I'm guessing there was nothing I could do with... Unfortunately not. Um, okay. I, what has happened is that he has turned. Uh-huh. That's bad news for it. That, that is bad news. Like I said, alleyways, don't trust them. We cannot trust them all you want. Dust. Gotta do it. Uh, Thank you, whoever just put Callisto on the map. I'm assuming that was you, Corey. 
Much appreciated. All right, let's see if I can I get that legendary caster initiative in. Yeah. Let me check what we have here. These guys. 16 and 6. Well, you rolled for close to for one of them. Oh, what? You must have had Callisto's token selected. Oh, she was the last one I dragged. Nerd. Yes, vampires <laughs> are nerds. No, caustic, because <laughs> he knows what magic car that is. I'm ashamed to say I don't. Are you talking about the vampire spawn photo? The the token yes. is for uh, the Falconrath Gorger, which is a vampire that gives all vampire cards in your hand uh, madness cost equal to their converted mana cost. Truly hate that I know that. I wish that there was more important things that were in my brain, but instead, <laughs> it's magic cards. The thing is, I should know that because I run a vampire deck. I don't but like I it, don't have honestly. that card. I don't put it in my vampire decks because it's... It's too easy to get. Anyway, y'all continue with the actual combat, not magic. I'm sorry that I uh, derailed. Um, oh shit! My headset's dying. Give me, give me one second. Everything's going wrong today. Uh, for for posterity, here's there's that. Like I said, important information can be in there. Like oh yeah, my kids' names and you know other things, so that I don't have to go through the shuffle of names anytime I talk to you know. My mom would call us by the dog's names before she did ours. Oh yeah, I, I do that every time. I'm like, quit, is you, uh, 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 Izzy, yeah, you. Like, and I'm like, why is my brain not instinctively just pulled? I've only lived with them their whole life. It's only been like five and seven years. It shouldn't be used to it. But no, I must must be a fool. I called Percy Bard the other night. <laughs> there you go. It happened. That that's why you just gotta name like give your kids nicknames like that's thing one and that's thing two. Yeah, we, you know, stinker, stinky, you know, good Can ones. I tell you guys, Percy's full name. Perseus, I know that. Well, yeah. hold on, let's not dox your kid on recording, unless you're gonna edit well, it out. No, we'll we'll cut this out because I know okay. he doesn't want it. But like, uh, apparently, it was a shock to my mother. Um... It's uh, Perseus Cody Williams Lynn. Or at least we told her it's Lynn. His name in Australia is a coffin. Don't tell my mother. Hey, one to the clan. Is I'm going to be taking the coffin last name eventually. Whoa. Okay. We're, we're real brothers now, Corey. We share a last name, too. Yeah, yeah plus through marriage and all that. Yeah. Is that... Hold on. Sorry, more derailing. That's mm -hmm. Lily's last name? Yeah. yeah. And just you, Rodeo, you and Lily conveniently or coincidentally have the same last name? Uh, cousins, some distance. 
some some di- distant cousins. It's not a very, it's not a common last name at all, even where we're from, where our families. Are yeah. From. Oh, that's pretty wicked. Small. Yeah. The, the way we found that out was because Lily used to use a different name uh, online, and she thought Corey donated for her for the first extra life that I did for Opportunity Roll, which was before I was even a member of the podcast or anything. But it was my mom who had donated, and that's how we found out. That night. We didn't have that money. That's how we found out that uh, we share the same last name, which is a very uncommon last name. Huh. Back to the combat, uh, though. Sorry. Yeah. That's, it's quite okay. It's going to be Vampire Caster, Vampire Callisto. Um, so we're going to go with Multi-Attack Vampire. We've got a Bite for the first strike, which will be a 16 at Callisto. Sorry, my mind automatically put Barbie at the end of multi-attack vampire. Wait one sec, I have to check. Uh, my armor class is 15, so 16 hits, but the 14 would not. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, is reduced by an amount equal to the necrotic damage taken. Vampire gains equal to the amount... Oh, hello. So you're going to take six, so six, so 10 damage, four of that is necrotic and non-healable. Ever? That's a dumb question. Long rest and and if not, a a greater restoration. Okay, cool. Uh, That'll make it Caster's turn. Caster's seen that stuff's going sideways uh, and he knows what he's dealing with. His first action is going to be to uh, uh, turn the undead. So, is there a wisdom save? Uh, DC 16. Yeah, I'm trying to get it. it. There we go. That's a 17 and a 15. So one fails, one succeeds. This one will fail. Oh. Well, I, I guess I should have it fit in the actual. It's in the crate, but it's in the corner of the crate. I know that looks weird. Uh, it's challenge rating isn't one or below, is my guess, right? No, it is not okay. one or below. So it uh, has to spend its turns moving as far away from me as it can, and if it can't move, it just takes the dodge action. All right. Or until it takes any damage. Can it choose between the dodge action? Or no, it has to run until it's basically cornered. Okay. It has to move uh, far away because it is frightened. It cannot take any moves closer to Caster. So this is where it always confuses me. Does that mean that this thing will can can basically run straight off the map? Yes, it, it will. That is or like just far enough away. Is there a bare minimum distance until they can like... no longer see him? Yeah. So which so one guys scared? Is it the one by Callisto or the one in front of me? The one by Callisto, the one. Who okay, because I was gonna say, if it's the one in front of me, it's kind of. It 
it would move to the side and it would kind move of like curve side. around you. But the, the one that is by Callisto would effectively either have to run into the corner and then take the dodge action or just run away. Just and that's on. kind of up to you. Hold on. I... Holding. I'm really starting to get pissed off at roll 20. It decided to take my turn order and not reopen it. Oh. If you click turn order, will it pop it back open with the stuff on it? I, I just refreshed the entire thing. All right. So, uh, let's cast your turn. No, there. my turn's not over yet. Oh. Um, so, the one by Callisto is the one that's frightened? Yes. I'll let her know not to touch that one. Say, Callisto, don't touch that one, and then I will use a bonus action to cast Spiritual Weapon at level 4. Placing it right here. And again, it will a spectral sword of light with a feather hilt cross guard will cross and slash into the into the the creature with a attack of twenty. Twenty will hit, and it will do sixteen force damage. Work. Sorry, just give me a second. All right. Sorry. It, I don't know why things are going weird today and things are not wanting to listen. I swear I had this prepped. It's just being a bitch. Craig updated, and then Roll20 went back and update. Not really, but that's the way it feels right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so that's the one that's afraid and has to run. Yeah. So it is going to use basically the vampiric version of Nimble Step. Um, you'll see it kind of flutter into to kind of bats and reform over here and then it is going to dash and run and shatter through this windshield uh, into a building with the lights all off and you will hear people scream that will end its turn what have we done nothing yet uh, true. Uh, okay, Callisto is going to... Oh, jeez. I thought about this, and then all of my brain thoughts just disappeared from my brain. Uh, she's gonna turn into a saber-toothed tiger. Because fun. Um, and she is going to attempt to, uh, as they say... Fuck up the vampire in front of her. So give me just one second. 
believe all she can do is is bite it, so she's gonna. Okay, so it's a twenty-four to hit. Uh, does twenty-four hit? Twenty-four will hit. Okay, uh, so that's fourteen bite damage. So piercing. Okay. And then she can't do anything else for her turn. <laughs> Um, throw me a constitution save, since you're biting it. Oh boy. Yeah, I should have seen that coming. One sec. Uh, with Sabertooth Tiger's step? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Vampire is, is back again. Back, back again. Um, let me see what I can do. I'm trying to bigify myself, and it's not working. Yeah, I, th I think it's just going to go all out for it. Um, we're going right. to claw at Caster. Miss. miss. And bite at the Sabertooth Tiger. 15 to hit. I'm sorry, what was that? 15 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, 8... Piercing, five necrotic. Unhealable. Okay. Actually, that raises an important question. Um, would the unhealable damage apply to, like, Your Callisto? The Sabertooths. Okay, so I... My HP drops to five, but I don't take the damage as a Sabertooth Tiger. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. technically considered magic. It's, so it, it goes through all resistances and stuff like that. So... It would go to the core of your being, which is Callista's health. Okay, cool. That helps. I will do that. All the all the piercing damage, though, that's straight saber tooth. Yeah. So you would take eight piercing to the saber, five to necrotic you. Oh, I understand. I was taking fifteen to the saber, but okay, so I'm taking eight to my current form, and then five to me. And okay, this is I a understand. bit of a deviation from PHB, I know. So I apologize for anybody if it's confusing. You're good, that's why I'm asking. Um, yeah. Alright, Caster. Um, your turn. Caster will grip his holy symbol, reach over, and touch Sabertooth Callisto. And cast protection from evil and good on her. And then he will use his bonus action to make the spiritual weapon attack this thing again. Twenty-four for eighteen. Twenty-four will hit for another eighteen force damage. And uh, that will be his turn. Empire right. spawn over here. He is actually going to climb back out of the window. And just to set the scene, he is going to pull the kitchen knife from his heart and drop it. Now... Chris, you don't have to listen to this because it's going to be a little um, face. 
completely covered in red viscous. Um, whatever he got a hold of in there uh, probably isn't in a good state currently. Um, and the one thing I did notice, um, I'm just going off because they would defend themselves. So I'm not trying to break rules and shit, but, um, if they are hit or damaged, yep. uh, if there's, it's turn undead, they, they are no longer under the effect of turn undead, correct? You are correct. Okay. So let's see. That was five ten. Difficult terrain to climb through a window or not? Yes. Um, I'm trying to see. Yeah, so. One second. I'm trying to add it all up here. Girl 20 is being incredibly slow for me. 15. He's going to actually take the dash action. one of its turns. So it's only going to be able to make one attack. Um, normally it would go at disadvantage. Currently, it is flanking. So it's just a flat roll. Uh, we're going to go with a claw attack. At a 25 to hit. Echolesto? Uh, 25 yes that no, definitely uh, hit. sorry i wasn't sure which one you were talking to uh a strength or acrobatics trick please okay um i think that's gonna be strength then all right so you are for all intents and purposes grappled by this vampire so it's going to come up and kind of t t pose like the head is just like not being able to move while your tiger arms are out like this and clawing and Oh yeah, Glisto is doing her best to fight. It's failing. Uh, that would make it your turn. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. Next question is between: Can I break the grapple, or should I just try and hit it? I think I'm gonna try and break the grapple. Oh, uh, so that's a strength check, right? Yes. Cool. Jeez. Jesus. It's it's worse. It's nine. Nine versus an eleven. It was that close. It was pretty close, actually. Heck. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Corey. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Cool. Uh, then. Currently, there's nothing else she can do. She is stuck. Um, can I ask a question for? Sorry, can I ask a question for future? Would I be able to claw it in my current um, state? Would I? Could I try that? I'm not going to this turn, but you, like next you turn. Claw the one in front of you. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what the rules are on attacking creatures that uh, grappling. grappling literally just remove uh, reduces your move speed to zero. That's all so you probably flail and give it a side cut or something like that, but okay, yeah, cool, yeah. That I'll do that next turn if I need to, which I probably will. Uh, so yeah, that's my turn. 
vampire spawn. We're just going to go straight for caster at this point. Uh, 27 for a bite. 27 for claws. Yeah, those both hit. Luckily, I only take four necrotic damage because I'm resistant. Uh, four of that is unhealing. Six of that is piercing. Another nine is slashing. And can I get you to roll a strength check for me? Oh, no. Um, if, it, if it can, it's going to attempt to grapple you. But that would mean you would lose out on the nine healing. So it's your choice. You can take it or get grappled. Your choice. Um, hold on. Let me just do my my damage first. All right, I'll try to I'll try to I'll try to get out of this. I can acrobatics it. Acrobatics or athletics? Yes. Yeah, one point above, so it'll it'll kind of swipe to catch you and yeah. All right. Be your turn. Uh, caster realizing that the situation's a little bit more dire. Does not have any spells prepared to get in contact with anybody else, but he does have good old reliable. So he's going to drop the concentration on the protection from good and evil, since the other one came back. And he is going to cast Spirit Guardians. Uh, explain to me what that does, because it just says... Uh, um, so a bunch of little angelic creatures form around Caster and start protecting him and from things around him, and he will obviously uh, allow... He can designate uh, Callisto to be unaffected, so he will. And, uh... He will continue his onslaught with the spiritual weapon at the one that's in front of him. Oh my god. Good god, man. Hell yeah, kick its ass. 18 to hit. 18 will hit. 29 damage. I rolled max damage. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, how's the one in front of me looking? Well, it is It is bloody, um, meaning it will now go into a frenzy. And now it's it's start of its turn, so it has to make a wisdom saving throw. Jesus. How many effects are there? Uh... Um, I'm kind of like a control healing um, cleric. So pretty so. much the only one he uses. 17. So it will take... Uh, where is it? It will take four... Or no, three, three radiant damage. Right. It's horrible damage. That's what I get for rolling max damage on my spiritual weapon. But it also has... Um, I mean, it doesn't matter at this moment, because I doubt it's going anywhere. 
but it's got a uh, difficult terrain. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna take a claw attack and then a bite attack against Callisto. Yep, so both those like hit. Rake its claws and then bite into your neck. Um, so that'll be 10 points of slashing. It's already grappled you. It doesn't need to do that. Um, 8 points piercing and 11 necrotic. Oof. Okay. Give me just one second to add that to Callisto. And can I get another constitution save, please? Absolutely. Uh, give me just a minute. You feel sick. Oh boy. Okay. Lister's turn. Yeah, absolutely. Give me sorry, give me thirty seconds to brain. Uh to okay. type out hit points is what I mean to say. Okay. Math has been done. We are good. Um, Callisto can can't run, can't move at the moment, so she is just going to do the only thing that she feels like she can do and uh, attempt to kick and hit. I'm so sorry. One second. Quite ferociously. Yes, uh, she is going to try and. Uh, desperately claw the one that is holding on to her so she can get free. Uh, so one second. Okay. Hit. That is a 10. Cool. And yeah, that's all she can do. We're going to start at the top of the round and I let me just say I'm sorry. Why? As the box of corpses will move again. And another one of the three bodies will emerge. Wisdom saving throws? Sure. That's four. So... Let me... Fourteen radiant. I mean, it's not my turn. That's their turn. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's right. Um, brain function lowering. Um, COVID brain. Uh, I need to add this guy to initiative. Sixteen. Oh no. All right. So that'll be. Now it is Vampire, Vampire, Caster, Vampire, Callisto. Um, this guy in front of you who is, for all intents and purposes, going completely, um, completely insane. He's in a frenzy. Uh, he is going to gain a bonus plus one to hit for his attack. So that's... A bite and a claw in hopes of draining. So a 22 and a 16. On me? 
Yes. Um, I never got my shield back from Caustic, so I only have a 15 armor class. Uh, so both hit take take nine half necrotic. Yeah. So that would be five points necrotic, four points piercing. And then you would take 10 slashing damage. Uh, All right, caster's officially bloodied. You will see this vampire become unbloodied. It regains everything that ensanguinates. So even though he gets a resistance and necrotic, it still regains all of those points. Is all of them? Yes. The target's hit point minimum is reduced by an amount equal to the necrotic damage taken. The vampire regains hit points equal to that amount. So I took, I, I took five, so wouldn't it get five? It would get ten. Okay. It dealt ten. You're resistant to five. It still dealt it, but you're resistant. It just means that you take less, but it still gets the full ten. Sorcery. Witchcraft. Uh, this one is going to come over here. It's going to actually do the weirdest thing. It's going to be nasty looking. Um, it is going to hop to the wall, crawl on it on all fours with its spider climb, hop back down onto the other side of Caster. Um... Now, Callisto, grapple-wise, I'm pretty sure you still get a reaction. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I just can't move. it would have been in your area of effect. So you would be able to take a swipe. As yeah, a I will absolutely do that. Uh, do I get any... I hate to ask this. Do I get any form of disadvantage because I'm, quote, sickened? Um, no. Not currently. 20, they'll hit. 12 slashing. Alright. I I just am kicking everything that comes within range. Going straight up ferocious. Oh, yeah. She, she would be screaming if she were not a tiger at the moment. Let's see here. This one is on the other side of Caster. Take a look at the battlefield, but at the same time, they're gonna bite and claw, caster. Um, Man, these are high rolls. Holy moly! That is a six piercing, six necrotic. If a twenty-four hits, if a twenty-three hits, that is six slashing. So nine plus. Okay. I'm at 15 hit points. 
Well, we don't really have much of a way out of this right now. So Caster's first going to just yell really loud for help. And then he's going to grasp his holy symbol. And uh, try to turn undead again. They have wisdom saves for that, right? Yep. Ten. 22, 21. Jesus Christ, Corey. I, I'm sorry. So which one got the 10? Uh, the one in front of you who is was currently bloodied. All right. The one behind Callista got the 22, and then the one, the brand new one, got a 21. Let's see. I am going to... 9, 10, 15, 20, 25... 30, move away. I'll take the one opportunity attack, because he can't. Okay. Give me a quick claw attack. 27 to hit. Jeez Louise. 10 slashing. Um, am I down? I might be. Let me check. You had 15. No, I have 15. Yeah. Alright, and my spiritual weapon is going to move to here. And smack this one. All right, that'll be my turn. All right. uh, vampire spawn holding Callisto. Um, it is literally going to attempt to use its strength to toss her at you. Um, it is going to roll. Uh, so let me, because it, it's probably not going to be able to make it to you. You're pretty far away, but for all intents and purposes, it is, it, I hate this word, yeeting her in your general direction. I was going to try, yeah. I just said that word. Uh, with a, a 12. Um, do you want to roll a acrobatics or athletics to break that? Or do you want to allow that? Yes, Callisto. It's it's. Uh, do you. do I want to roll a check to prevent myself from being thrown out of its grip? Maybe. I, no, I I want jump. that to happen. I'm I'm down. I'm just gonna try and miscast her. Okay. Um. Uh, so would that be acrobatics? I don't think he'll be able to throw a saber tooth tiger you know twenty five feet. If you really want to go with some really cool, if you give me an athletics roll and get above its strength, you can kind of springboard off the ground and move an extra five feet. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that. We'll see how it goes. 
Half a plus four strength as a saber-toothed tiger. Don't fuck me now. Ninja Turtle. Thirteen. So not only will it toss you five, so that's a 15-foot movement in total, you'll spring off of it because cats land on their feet. And you're right. five feet farther. Okay, cool. I'm out of this its grip. After doing that, Will will kind of come up to here and use uh, its spider climb, which is not difficult terrain. Any vampire can climb. And I didn't realize this before we had talked about the window, but any vampire can climb difficult surfaces, including upside down ceilings, without needing to make any ability check. So uh, it, it is just flipping up onto the roof. Uh, it is going to make a blood curdling scream as uh, a bit of viscera of Callisto is just going to kind of hit the air. Gross. Callisto, make it your turn. Okay. Callisto is going to hit the ground, bounce, land on her feet. And she's only 10 feet behind Caster. I don't know if I can do this, but I know that I'm pretty fast as Sabretooth Harper. I'm a little faster than Caster would be. I'm 40 feet. Um, so she's going to try and pick him up by the scruff of the and just run. He won't, he won't oppose it. Okay. He won't like... Give me, give me a strength check, though, because even okay. though he may not oppose it, Caster's a pretty hefty boy. Because he wears substantial armor. He does wear substantial yeah. armor. Okay, one sec. He wears scale. Oh, that's that's hefty. You're gonna do it with some difficulty. We'll we'll say that your your movement speed is still gonna be reduced by like say ten. Sure, but that makes me normal speed. Yeah, it makes you normal speed. You guys are gonna get out of there. Um, if that is the case. Caster, since you are being the one carry, can I get you to roll me a perception roll as you guys head out of the alleyway? Well, now you're not certain because this night has been a night of just somewhat disastrous proportions on top of great fortune. Um, but you're almost certain that this new vampire here that just came out of the box is going to push its fist through the one that you were you were damaging heavily and just kind of and end it before it hops up onto the roof and then they will disappear into the night well as a uh, as a form of making caster feel safer on their retreat he would, uh, since he actually, uh, I rolled for it. I just didn't want to interrupt your combat flow. Uh, his, um, on the from the second attack, his his uh, his spiritual guardians dropped. Oh. Um, he lost concentration, but he'll put it back up again. Well, Callisto's pulling them so that anything that chases after them will be significantly hindered by the aura. It's just it's a it's a good retreating spell. It, it's a good uh, please don't come near me spell. That's my purse. I don't know you spell. Um, oh, he's sure. very very injured. By the way. Yep, I know. Uh, Callisto is going to stay in saber tooth tiger form 
as long as she possibly can. And it's six hours at this point. <laughs> uh, no, it's only three. Um, she is going to run back to Zer's place because that is the only place she knows how to get there from. So she's going to do that. You'll hear a soft scream out in the night. You don't know what it was. It, it could be maybe they're attacking other people, but eventually, as you guys head back to uh, Zer's cabin, you'll run into to, um, Caustic uh, just outside, heading towards town. And you'll both witness two large bats fleeing from town. As you get to Caustic, uh, Alex, I would like you to roll me a constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Oh, Christ. As Tiger? Uh, yes. Oh, great. Okay, that's not gonna go well. What are the odds that I'm a vampire now? I don't know if spawns can do it, but... That's a 15. So, 15 altogether. Um, you'll, you'll hold your form. Your vision is going to go slightly blurry. Uh, anything not close to you is going to be out of focus. And a red hue is going to kind of follow you. Um, we were talking saber-toothed tiger. You, 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 your fangs are going to grow, but they're going to become sharper. Um, very sleek. It's almost like instead of bone, they are almost becoming like metallic in a way, but not. And you're going to feel hungry. Oh, no. Well, that's very not good. Okay. Wait. Um. Yeah. Would I feel this because she's carrying me with her mouth? I mean, I wouldn't assume that she's got her longest teeth. So, like, I picture you're like in her front teeth that are just between the two saber tooth teeth. I would say you could probably roll perception. I, I wouldn't say that it's an immediate thing. Um, she would drop him on sight of like, Caustic. Yeah. Uh, well, so then definitely you can you can roll perception on that. That's natural 20. I'm pretty sure we know the answer on that one. Caster's going to go whiter than normal. Uh, oh, oh, no. Um... You're going to see Caster racking his brain. Can I roll a religion or anything check to see if there's any cure for vampirism? Like a remove curse spell or something like that. You can definitely try. Um, uh, while he's doing that, Callisto's going to... Sorry, go ahead. That's fine. Uh, while, he's, while he's doing that, Callisto's going to kind of give him a look. Because she doesn't feel well, but she doesn't know what's going on. And she just stares at him 
she can't speak, but, like, do you want me to turn back? Uh, Caster will nod as he guides himself for this religion check, because he really wants to do it well on this one. So that's a 20 altogether. Okay, there cool, is so no, we'll turn back. There is no known common cure for vampirism. Callista will turn back to herself. Here, here is one thing that you will get from vampirism, though, um, with your religion and your your bonus from guidance. Depending upon the vampire, they have to choose to turn people. It's not like their bite is just infectious. They they have to basically will it. So I don't know if that's important to you or not. And the one that did it was the one that got its heart ripped out. Neck. Her neck ripped out. It, it, the other one basically shoved a hand through its neck, beheading it. Okay. Um, Callisto, Callisto is herself. What's going on with that? I actually have a question, which we can cut out if need be. Caustic was at the temple, like hanging out with Finn. Like, that's why I presumed I didn't hear any of this fighting, because it's like half a mile, there. if not more, away. So, because otherwise Caustic would have busted in. So, their occurrence is around the same time that um, Zer has asked you to leave the house. Like, when he gave you that. Right, but I had passed by while they were, like, before their date. Like, that's why I thought the timeline was, was that I passed by before their date. And then I went with Finn to the temple. Because right. from the where it is, the temple is on the opposite side of town, which means you would have to exactly ask them to get to the temple. Exactly. And yes. Their occurrence was the same time that he asked you to leave the house. Meaning okay. You would have had to have passed them in order to get to the temple. Yes, that so was part of what I said as I walked by. Is that I saw them on their little outing, waved, and then kept going to talk to Finn because I didn't want to bother them on their outing. I don't remember that occurrence, but never mind. I, um, then you guys will arrive at Sir's house. With we'll, we'll cut all that. Okay. Plastic. Okay. Um, so I, I have I have a, a question that we can also cut. Or um, I believe, unless I misheard, you we ha we might have to end this session in the next ten fifteen minutes. Is that correct? No, we still got a full hour. Okay, sorry, I thought you said you had to leave at 10.10. My mistake. I was just warning in case we needed to tie it up neatly. Um, My time, I have to leave at 1. It's now 12.02. Okay. Awesome. Um, I would say by the time 
that you both, considering Caster is very injured, once you are probably free, you would probably slow down so as not to jostle the remaining blood out of him. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm thinking that a wounded trip back to the house would allow time for Zare to unbolt the... So you would find the house unbolted and... Um, Upon entering, um, Zara and Leander would be in bed. <laughs> um, but how do you appear? I I would say in that case, Callisto would still be a Sabretooth. And just bursts in the door as Sabretooth Tiger with Caster in tow. Have you ever watched The Witcher? Yes. Do you know when they take those potions? Uh, what basically occurs for them. The eyes go solidly black and you, you kind of see veins out of the corner of their eyes. That's currently happening for Callisto in both forms, regardless of which form she takes. Okay, so as a tiger. Oh my goodness! Oh! Uh, uh. I can't tell if you're averting your eyes. Uh, I I can't. Caster, Caster, come, come, and Zer will. I mean, not to be comical, but he'll be like taking the bed sheets, and um, while trying to cover up himself because he's naked. Is also going to try to make a. I'll make a medicine check on Caster, um, just to, or maybe I don't need to, but I'm just going to try to stabilize him, make sure he's not losing blood because he's probably very messy right now. Um. So um. I can't read your lips, Coso, um, and you can't speak. Uh, Caster, can you tell me what happened? We were attacked by vampires. Okay, so so he'll look very confused. They um, stuck blood. Yes, um, our our town often has problems with. Usually, they're not this aggressive. I've mentioned them before. The the we we call them Vitala. The like vampires and so i just want to say that like all this knowledge has been stated in world as zara's own personal knowledge of like tales told by elders and stuff so it's not like first-hand accounts i'm not writing history so all of this knowledge is stuff that may be completely inaccurate or only partially accurate but because i've i've spoken about it before i feel free to reiterate the lore that has been stated um so just as a preface Corey, i'm not rewriting your monsters or anything but you might decide something is true or not um the thing for me is it could be true it could not be true and that that's up to you guys as players so to believe or not believe so this is their story as he, as he tries to kind of like bandage the wounds and talk about what he knows about vampires. 
We we call them Vitala. They are more like spirits that embody corpses and look a lot like vampires from other parts of the world. And, and like other vampires, they can turn into clouds of moths and... But... But they're usually not this aggressive. They usually only leave the graveyards when their resting places are disturbed. I... Callisto, can you please be you? Callisto, who is, I'm assuming, actively in pain, uh, will turn back into herself. Yeah. What What do we see? Because I know we described Sabretooth, but like, is it just Witcher full on? Uh, to a degree, yeah. Uh, your skin okay. will be paler. Um, your eyes um, will be solid black. Again, those those veins around the eyes will be kind of almost like leeching necrotic in the vision. Okay. I'll give thirty three to Callisto and thirty eight to myself. Callisto, I'll please take thirty three damage. What? Um, okay. Sure. Uh, okay. Um, well, I'm unconscious. So, Corey, the way that would have worked is I would have started healing her first, so it doesn't burst like that. If I would have done the first 2d6 on the first turn... I'm just going by what was rolled, so I don't I don't okay. know how your... Okay, so it would have been seven. It would have been... Okay, so I would have healed her first for seven. Okay. Okay. Then so I'm not you'll quite take seven damage. Sorry, she... I'm just like as a DM, I don't know every ability to a T, so I I run off of what. Okay. No, you're good. You you're good. Do. She's just like, ah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um. Uh, fuck. Spirits of the dead don't often respond the same way to healing magic as. She's not a you spirit know this. of the dead. Don't say that. I'm not dead. No, I'm. I'm saying there might be something inside her that might be incompatible with life. I'm not saying she's gone. I'm not saying she's different. I'm saying there might be a force working against her. Let me see what. I'm, I'm just gonna say, for the sake of me not doing it and, and freaking out my brain, Callisto is hyperventilating. Um, that was what just happened, by the way, for those on camera. Was, I was trying to act and then went, oh, shit, no, I need to breathe. So And so Zare is, is not completely confident with his confident statement. Um, so if Caster wanted to insight against a deception, we don't need to roll it. No. But you might be able to tell that Zare is kind of like through his teeth half making stuff up slash half trying to put two and two together without all the knowledge. Um, trying to calm Callisto down at the same time. Would Caster know Corey if hitting undead with necrotic would help heal them? You could roll a religion. Uh, it's not something that you would readily study, you know, because you're on the light side. Yep. Um, religion, religion of 22. 22. 
Your religion theorizes it. Um, but being that they don't wish to delve in it, uh, they, they do not say for certain, but there is a strong belief. Caster's going to look over Callisto and see how she looks health-wise. She is severely bloodied. Can't risk it. I can't risk it. I, she's not bloodied enough that, like, one hit would kill her, but... A 2d12 hit? That should be okay, but that, that's kind of meta, but yeah, that, that, she, yeah, that would not kill I mean... her, as long as there's nothing added. Caster will look at her and be like, oh, wait, there is my. Corey, can I intentionally do minimum damage on a spell? Or is it all on a roll? I wouldn't see one. Okay, I'll give it a try. Yeah, with a 20. Yeah. Callisto, please, please let this affect you. I, I need to see. Okay. So what's uh, what's bare minimum of that? Because that does look like it rolled. It rolled pretty well. Uh, uh, bare minimum of that would be seven. So you'll point seven points will come back to Callisto. Um, okay. The red around your vision will thicken, and you will find yourself almost wanting to slink into dark recesses of the room. Callisto. I think on instinct is going to back away from the two of them just on just just like crab crawling practically just scooting away from them just like no now i'd like to pause from here because we have spent a large portion of today's night on this and i'd like to go over to the temple um now, Finn, you've, you've been over at the temple for a little while. Um, before Caustic arrives, I'd want to go over maybe about an hour of your time alone there, and then we can have Caustic arrive. Sounds good. What would you have liked to have done for, for pretty much the hour alone? The same, like statues that Arwen looked at I would like to spend a little bit more time seeing what these outcomes like how much basically like what Dagon told me is look more into them and see if I could figure out how like how to get have them come to pass or if there's other ways with Just, advantage mm -hmm. roll an arcana for me alright I actually don't have to run early. Apparently, winter's done early for the day. So, yeah. yay! We'll we'll still end it around one. That's about when everybody has to to go. Yeah. So, is that a caustic? I know what it's like to be a dad now. So sleep. <laughs> um, so with the vanish, that'd be a twenty-four. So, kind of delving into the information, uh, there is lore of uh, a traveling group. Uh, no information on them, really. They're, they're just fake descriptions of, of people. Uh, but these people will, will all come together. They are uh, essentially a 
what it refers to as a family. Um, and these people work together to essentially do what's right. And it's vague on the what's right situation. Um, but the sword, Arwen, uh, would eventually come across these people. And she would travel alongside them. Now, it doesn't, it doesn't state, and in fact, in some places, it might be a little vague on whether or not they separate throughout this journey. But they guide her to a wielder of some type. Um, again, extremely vague. Doesn't know if it's male, doesn't know if it's female, doesn't know if it's human, doesn't know if it's even humanoid. It just says a wielder. And it says that the prophecy is incomplete because the wielder is of chance, basically. You know, you could potentially see where now we're splitting the theories of, of what can happen in the end uh, between the multiverse and, and, and all the stuff that it touches. There's where it breaks up into the other endings, whether it's good whether it's bad, whether it's a mix. And it looks like that this choice is between the crystal and the group of family that it eventually travels with. And I'd say as you come to that final conclusion, just as it starts splitting into the recesses of the answers, potential prophecies is when caustic will make their way up to the temple oh caustic didn't think anybody was would come out this way uh well it was under request of zare um just actually can because i i i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off i i i personally want to apologize for earlier uh when i was confused at where you were i feel like my my tone was wrong and i want to say i'm sorry caustic oh you're you're good i i understand i it might have been while you were doing something for lily to be honest i know uh, i it was earlier in the session or when roll yeah, 20 was screwing up you know yeah something Mm. I just want to make sure that I own up to it and I apologize and tell you that was, that wasn't my intent. I do, I do apologize. Uh, but, Zare, uh, would like us to spend a night uh, not in his home. So he gave us room and board money. I wanted a... Uh, private time. Private time, okay. Uh, I can understand that. Uh, have you told... Uh, uh, Callisto and uh, Caster? No, I figured I'd let the lovebirds be and could uh, let them enjoy their privacy as well. Ah. That was good. I, I hope I hope they, they finally stop beating around the bush and just you know. But, you know, it's a good chance. You know, we haven't really spoken a lot since, well, since we died, basically. <laughs> Honestly, uh, 
well, more since since you, but yeah, yeah, um, it's been a bit. Uh, so, well, Arwen's not here because that's something I'd like to. Do you remember your your time in wherever that was? Yes, that. Well, Cory, I, did I remember all of it? I mean, uneventfully, but yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, mo uh, mostly uneventful. Do you know what she had planned for you to do by helping? She never really told me. She just said I could help. And I I kind of got the feeling, like, and this is just what I was thinking, is that she didn't really know herself how Wait. I could help, but maybe... I was there for a reason, you know, keep her company while, while we, while y'all got to her. Very, and I, I actually see your point there. I think her, I don't want to say sapience, but I, I think her being is kind of maturing. The more she stays here, like the longer she is around, the more she becomes individual and knowledgeable about things. So, Oh yeah, she she's on her own her first date. Hmm. Uh, that's something to be wary of, at least for me. Um, Why? I mean, it's a good thing. Uh, she gets a chance to actually live a life, you know, before whatever destiny sets tells her she's got to do. That would be good if we could trust everyone that we meet, but unfortunately we can't. I don't know who she is with. I haven't felt any cosmic shattering of arcane powers, so I can assume she's safe, but... Uh, she's with that guy who sold us the, the clothes, you know, she, who she who was making googly eyes at her. And she, him, when we were all getting new, uh, new clothes. Okay. I, I still just, I don't know, and perhaps it's events in my past, but... Say what? If I might, um, you know, if you're really interested in, in kind of going in, you could probably head to the entrance and kind of point you can kind of see along the shoreline about what they're at and, and yeah. they do look distant but there is like a small lantern lit in, so it would I, kind of be outlined yeah i changed it to be like more of a romantic color light so but i'll, I'll like show 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 them and be like see i i i'm still making sure she's okay i i can get to her if something's wrong um. I suppose that's that's fair. I just I, I need to do this with the group as well. I just you may trust as you will, and perhaps it is good that you trust, but I don't know that I will be so easy to let oh. my guard down. Oh, there's a difference in letting and trusting. I I I don't trust anybody who makes more money than me, but uh. I'm not going to let my distrust make her unhappy. 
uh, a fair thought, a fair ideology, but I think it's... I... Now, go ahead. No, I just, I don't know how to, like, vocalize this, this thought. I just... She is incredible cosmic power personified. She is a, a weapon that can destroy worlds or make them person or not. The power that she has needs to be guarded and kept safe. And I don't really find... I, I don't think it's a good idea for us to trust these we don't know these people. Like we don't know any of them. We can't. How do we know that they're trustworthy? Uh, you know, all of these people. Uh, uh, whatever that person's name was back in the jungle. We don't. We don't know these people. We don't have time for this kind of thing. This is incredibly dangerous stuff that we're dealing with. We are actively playing with fire, and any fumbling will get us, us, and the world burned. <sighs> I, I do see where you're coming from, and in some points I do agree we should not trust, not just openly trust people, but if you don't let anybody in, how are you going to know you can trust them? If, if, if we didn't trust each other, like we didn't know each other when we started, we wouldn't have been as close as we are now. You wouldn't be, and he kind of like stops for a second. It's like a family. As he like looks to the statues after he says that. Mm. But we we need to give people a chance. We can't just not like shut everybody out just because we're scared or we can't make mistakes. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to. Things are going to happen. Um, if I can um, set something in motion, it doesn't need to interrupt the scene right now. It's something Zare would have done. Um, in his scene, was once Leander was able to get quickly dressed. He would have sent Leander to find uh, Finn and Koss. Uh, and so, like, when when you two finish your conversation, you have an in to, to come back to to us. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not rushing yeah, you. I guess yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm giving you a bridge. To add that, to Caster would have asked Zareth if there was a room that he could have privacy in. Um, so set up some. Yeah, yeah, the second room, the one with the harp. Um, okay, so without the bed. So Castor will be in there, and you'll hear him preparing something. No bed for you too. <laughs> um, but I mean, and to be completely honest, uh, Caustic, we we keep secrets from each other as well, and. At, at certain points, I, I could say, I don't know if I would trust uh, trusted all of you at first either, but we did. It's just going back to my point is, we need to 
be more open to people, not just cast doubt as soon as we see them. I don't know that I can take that advice, to be completely honest. I appreciate it, and I understand where you're coming from, but given our history, given the things that we've encountered, and given the circumstances of our endeavors, I don't know that I will be quick to trust strangers. I trust us now, because I learned to trust you when the stakes weren't as high, and or when they got high, you were there for me. I cannot extend that same trust to strangers because now the stakes are too high to leave myself open for them. I understand. But I I, I guess I could say we, we will agree to disagree. Right, and I'm not trying to, to fight or, or to, to make a point. I just, well, I guess I am trying to make a point. I just, we both understand, and I just want to be heard and to voice things. But did you need help with? Looks like you were researching. Did you need help with any of that, or did you? Were you just finishing up, and I kind of arrived at the end? I, uh, Corey, you say I, I was about finishing up, right? Uh, yeah, you're, you're currently up to date on on all the information. Um... You will kind of hear a bit of something in your head. Uh, well, that conversation seems like that will make this difficult in the near future. I hope now you can understand why I am hesitant to let you know when to tell them of our deal. Yeah. And he's saying this in his head, and he's like, "Yeah, I know. I I hope he would he would understand, and I know he kind of does, but it's just how he views how his views of the world are different from mine. So it'll be okay. We'll tell them when the time is right. We shall see. With the information you've gathered, though." Let us hope we do not miss anyone important in the near future. Oh, I will try to strive harder to to get them to trust others, but they will be stubborn. It is not just on you. Make sure you're not taking that burden completely on yourself. Yeah, I can handle it. I would say Lysander would probably... Is it? It's like Leander. 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 It's it's the story, like from the story of Leander and Hero, where he swam across the sea and drowned in the middle. No, I have never heard that. Neither have I. It's the Greek uh, mythology, but it's it's where we get the word hero. It's a heroic act. Oh, um, I like. Unfortunately, he's also a sailor, so drowning doesn't really. <laughs> Forbode well. Um. <laughs> Leander will, will kind of call up the steps as, as he makes his way to the to the bottom of the temple. Uh, Oi, uh, there's a bit of um, bit of a ruckus back home. We're, we're going to need you. 
What happened? We're not sure yet. Um, Castor and Callisto have been attacked. Uh, oh. Caustic uh, will flip out their spear and then just kind of like lead the way, keep a sharp eye out. Uh, uh, did they say uh, where? I don't know much of the information. Um, Zer uh, sent me out. Are, are they back at, at Zareth? Yeah, Zareth. <laughs> Zareth, your friend, has, uh, he sent me out. Are, are they back no. at Zareth's place? Yeah. Uh, and, and he looks a little flustered. Like, yeah. he's a fisherman. He does not deal with this kind of stuff on the daily. Like, he's seen bad stuff. But he's seen stuff like people losing, like, fingers to fishing lines and, and, and stuff like that. Like, this is on a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, Caustic, you go with him. I'm going to get uh, Arwen. Because we don't know what else. Could, if they've been attacked, then we all need to be together for this. Why don't we just get her on the way? Uh, rather, like you said, if someone's been attacked, let's not have any stragglers off by themselves. Especially if we don't know what's happening. All right, but let me do the talking. You're a little... I don't want to, like, just, like, rush in. I just want to not to worry everybody else. You're kind of... I don't have tact. No, I understand that. Okay, good. I I wasn't trying to be rude. I understand. And I'll still just kind of... I'll follow... Well, I won't even follow Leander. I know where the house is, but I will be kind of, like, trying to keep the pace pretty fast, and my spear gives me 10 movement speed extra, so I'll kind of have to I'll be making everyone work. Um, so when we get about like 30 feet close to where Arwen is, I'm going to use my Awaken Mind ability, which basically allows me to like telepath and just okay. be just uh, go uh, uh, talk to her in our minds. Like, Dad, I need you to not panic. I know you're having a good time, but Castor and uh, Callisto have been attacked, and we need everybody to be together. So, I hate to do this, but you're gonna have to end your date early. Um, oh, oh, okay. Um, they're gonna have about two or three minutes together. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both going to stand up and uh, Bastion uh, is going to look... I-, I wouldn't say the word is upset. Um, there's an emotion going on there uh, as, as she kind of like bows her head and explains that, that she has to leave. And you know, he bows his head and uh, just kind of nods, and she's going to. You ever see in the movies where two people hold kind of hands until the last moment, where she she's going to kind of move away until basically their fingertips stop touching, mm-hmm. and then she'll kind of pick up the pace a little bit more, getting back to the two of you. And she is going to wipe away a tear. And I kind of nod. 
I'm, I'm sorry about this. I, I know you were having fun, but it's it's a it's a it's... situation. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was more a conversation of situations. And realizing we may not see him again. So, uh, you know, we've we've got our adventure, and we, we don't know what that means. So, not keeping ties uh, as caustic has made it very you know important to make sure that we don't pick up stragglers. So. Uh, we're gonna have a talk about that after we uh get get back to the others but that ties are important don't don't forget that bonds are important don't don't let fear keep you apart from people from your persuasion on that um also getting advantage all right Persuasion. Uh, inspiration off that. I, I have uh, inspiration already, but I could give it to somebody. Uh, you can give it to somebody or you can use it immediately. It's up to you. I'll give it to Callisto because I, I got a plus 12 to persuasion, so I'm, I should be okay. Wow. <laughs> and I open my big mouth. I'm using my my inspiration to, to re-roll that. Okay, so you're using the one you just got, or no? Or I'm gonna use my have and still uh, yeah. giving. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> there we go. Better. That was twenty. Um, should kind of nod. Uh, something you know, kind of. It's made an impression. Mm -hmm. Um, and with that, she'll 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 happily uh, follow you guys back. Um, back at the house, um, Leander will arrive with Finn and Koss in tow, if that seems all good. Um, and Caster will be doing his thing in the other room, unless he's already finished. In which case, anybody no, who's remaining... He's absolutely not. He's privately okay. locked away in that room. So what Zara's doing is mainly talking to Callisto and he acknowledges everybody as they enter and he's 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 recapping the facts and he's saying I I don't think this was a random encounter from what I've heard these aren't Vitala, they're some other kind of vampiric being. And they seem to lack or change characteristics that I associate with vampires from my the teachings the elders give. They seem to be some kind of new spawn or something I'm not otherwise familiar with. Vampires I'm familiar with are the tales of vampires. They turn into moths and not bats. They're not able to enter houses like the one that you described did before emerging bloodied with a knife. They seem to 
break the rules of normal vampirism, nor do they seem to follow the ones that are prescribed by the kinds of vampires we traditionally find in the desert. They don't seem... The bodies themselves are animated by their own will. They're not possessed by a spirit. It doesn't match up. Something from across the desert, or outside of the desert entirely, has brought this curse here. I was going to suspect that it had something to do with this fair. Perhaps they disturbed a graveyard that was out in the desert. Now I'm not so sure it has anything to do with disturbing sacred land at all. This is death magic. And the only connection I can draw from that is Solomon himself. To be perfectly honest, Callisto is hearing about every other word. It, like, she's trying to focus, but there is a lot of other shit going on right now. Uh, um, what? Oh, I was I was gonna ask Corey a, a question. Sorry, since yes. I'm present and uh, not to interrupt Sarah or Callisto. Uh, Callisto, if you're not done, please finish. I'm sorry. That was pretty much all I had planned to say. Uh, can I, well, once we're all 20 cooperate, um, can I do some sort of check, or is Lorbrim nasty enough that I would know, like, baseline about vampirism? You would do a baseline about vampirism. Okay. I have something that we were given um, that would be very helpful in this situation. Would I know that that is a viable option? I, what are you referring to? I have a, the ability to cast Remove Curse. I have a scroll to cast Remove Curse. Would I know that I could just cast remove curse for vampirism and get rid of it vampirism is a magical curse um, it's not like um, a lot of different situations it is entwined with the soul which is one of the hardest things um, now were it just curse like oh you've got pimples and boils that's petrification easily yeah petrification like everything up to vampirism lycanthrope lycanthropy could pretty much be cured with that. These are like the only two that it can. Okay. Um, I want to be like, are you still in the corner, Callisto? I feel like Callisto is definitely hiding in the corner and she is shaking for various reasons. But, yeah. Ben, Ben's gonna walk closer. It's gonna be like, uh, first of like, just say your name. If do you respond or anything? Yeah, my name's Callisto. Hi. I don't know what's going on. Am I dying? You're Seriously, not, am I gonna die? Listen, listen, listen to me. Calm, calm. You gotta, you gotta be calm for us. It is going to be okay. <laughs> It is, it is going to be okay. We are going to figure it out, and we are going to help you. You are not dying. We won't let you. Okay. Okay. Um, can I can I um pose an investigation on two things? First, I would like to um. Try, sorry. Um, 
two things happened in like reverse order, so I'm trying to figure out what's the most logical. Um, I would like to respond to what immediately happened between um, Finn and Callisto. Um, okay. Based on the story that Callisto and Caster have told Zare, I would like to examine Callisto and you can tell me what I can roll or if I just know something to see if Callisto actually sustained enough damage to die and potentially be reborn as a vampire or if this curse has been inflicted in some other means that didn't involve her dying like basically I want to know is she actually undead like she posed the question um, so can I do a medicine check to to determine whether or not she sustained enough damage to be dead? Sure, uh, you can do that. Okay. Um, I apologize. I have my character sheet popped out into another window, and it is hiding behind my other windows. That is a 10. Um, okay. I'd say you're you're probably about seventy five percent unsure, twenty five percent somewhat sure she didn't die outright. Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna take that as from my examination. Yes. For Zare's just Zare's decision making and what he decides he thinks he knows, I'm going to take. Callisto's own testimony into account and I'm going to say with a little bit more certainty that I I don't think Callisto is undead in the typical way that we think of undead she didn't die not to uh, my knowledge which is a good thing because I like your soul inside your body um now, now, jumping back, I'd like to respond to something Koss um, said. By process of elimination, what Zare has been told by his elders, um, can I give Koss um, a, a help others action on some sort of knowledge role to determine whether or not this curse can be lifted by destroying the source? Because, like, what I, I don't know what the source is, but if that's a possibility, um, if that might be a route that we can take besides remove curse, we could definitely attempt it. Yes. And okay. Give, yeah. So I'm gonna give cost advantage, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just spitball this idea that um, if 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 the if the vampires are truly from outside of the desert, they function very differently. There's got to be a a, 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 a a locus of initiation, some kind of thing that spawned them originally. Do you know, Koss, if possibly the curse could be removed by eliminating that initial source? And that'll be my plus three to Koss's roll, whatever they decide to roll. Uh, what would that be? What kind of check would that be? You could so 
you could use history, arcana, religion. Uh, each of those can give you an answer just from kind of a different perspective. Okay. I'm going to do arcana because that's most applicable, I think. Uh, so 11. 14 with advantage. All right. Um, from the way these sound, the closest uh, uh, kind of representation that you would know from, from Lorbrum is there are... What do you know as the ordained? Um, they are a bloodline of vampires that is said to date all the way back to the original Dracula. And once you're you're cursed by this bloodline, you don't need to die. Um, it can take effect almost immediately. Um, you could pass it on to someone else. But the curse exists. Whether it's you or the person you pass it on to. When you pass it on, there is a 50-50 situation. You will either survive or it will kill you um, from taking back the substantial damage that your body may have taken when you returned because uh, it, it pulls all that energy from you. Uh, it is magical. So if your body was in heavy disrepair when you turned and say, you know, you woke up the next morning and, and all of this, this uh, visceral and necrotic damage that you took had left you with like quarter of your health, you could potentially die by giving up the, the, the poison, the, the curse. Um, that's, that's just a basis. There have been people who have died with less damage. Um, it, it's a toss up. Um, not a lot has been kind of recorded because these vampires do not follow the laws. They can enter your home without asking, uh, mostly because 90% of them aren't of their own right mind. They don't really communicate. They're more feral than anything. The few things that they do follow is that radiant damage does deal more damage. Um, they cannot cross moving water. Um, garlic is not something that hurts them, but it offends their own sensory facts. Uh, if they're around garlic, they take disadvantage um, to perception checks that deal with sight and or smell um, because it is so strong. Um, and they cannot step foot on holy land. Well, uh, to answer your questions there, uh, not really. There's not really a way to um, kill the progenitor of the line to, to free those under their thrall. Um, however, Callisto, 
there is an out, if you would wish to take it. Yeah, yeah, what's the out? Hi, yes. You can give it to someone else. What? Relinquish the curse, you can transfer it to someone else, as it was transferred to you, uh, and then you may be alright. Define may? Uh, you'll either be alright or you'll be dead. Um, well, I've, I've examined Callisto, and with this new information, it doesn't look like she was dealt any physical damage because she burst into my bedroom as a saber-toothed tiger. I'm starting to learn how her wild shaping works, but the only damage I see is this... And he gestures to her eyes. And maybe to some necrotic bruising, if if you might, if that might be visible. Like, basically, he's observing that all the damage was absorbed by her wild shape form, all the physical damage, like from the actual claws, but all the damage that caused her to turn, if that's what we're going with, was dealt with necrotic damage and was passed on to her true self. Um. It seems that you weren't harmed particularly badly. And as Koch says, that might imply that you have a good chance if you were to pass on the curse. Now, I'm curious, Koch, hey. what might happen if you were to pass on the curse to someone who was standing in holy ground? I assume some sort of immolation or uh, uh, what is the term like dis not dispelling but uh, that they would be shunted out of the holy ground that's probably best case scenario but more likely than not they would uh, burst into holy flame I mean I, I hate to think that we're sacrificing somebody to get Callisto back even though I would but when, if when, that when, is when. the case, that 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 might actually be the preferable option to pass on the curse to someone who is fated to die anyway, and have them burst into flames and the curse dissipate. Um, I'm sorry, I kind of went into my own fantasy world there. Wait, um, are you trying to say something, Finn? That's we can't do that. That's that's wrong. But. I do agree. You, you should pat like it, you should take the chance to pass it along. And I, I will say, as we've been talking, as Finn has been talking to Callisto, he has gotten closer to her to basically, almost right in front of her. It's like, it's we we know Caster's gonna like sacrifice himself to take the curse from you, and we can't let that happen. No, I I agree, Finn, and. The problem with not your theory, but your 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 expression of hope, and uh, is that unless the curse is passed on in a controlled environment, 
the person that received the curse might just as well go on and 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 keep spreading it which is why we sh one of us should do it because we can we can trust each other to if that were to start to happen they'll take them out caustic mhm mm could i get you to roll me a subsequent arcana roll with advantage yeah Uh, I want to cover uh, Max here. 15 total for that one. The longer this curse is in a host, I want you to think that it breeds, basically. That's that's what I kind so, of figured, was that it, like, latches itself in further and further, and so when you go to remove it, it starts, like, it's like a root, so you pull it up and it pulls up more soil, but if you pull it before it digs in too deep, it just kind of pulls it out on on top of that the longer it takes to take it out the more charges it gives so you would have to bite more than one person uh, so like it, it'll it'll like grow to the point where you'd have to bite two people and then you would have to bite five and then eventually like 20 and then you could get the curse to to kind of leave you but it leaves a devastating wake uh, Caster, you looked like you wanted to. Caster's not in the. Caster's not in the room. Oh, okay. Um, in that case, uh, Caustic will look at. Oh, Caster does want to do something. Uh, hold out their arm, wrist up. I'll do it. So would I. So would I. No, no, I, I don't want to bite you guys. I don't. I, I, I don't care about holy ground. I. Honestly, pickles or pickle garlic is used all the time in Lorbrem cuisine, and that's a little bit overrated. Uh, you know, I'd be happy to carry this, and perhaps I can use it to some sort of benefit. Collect more tales, uh, be able to do more things, and learn more interesting happenings. Let's let's be honest. I mean, I'm I've already died once. I've lost a hand, I've been diseased, and I'm still kicking. This is just another thing I'll fight through. So I think I think I'd probably be the better choice. No, 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 no. I look, if if I have a 50/50 chance of living through this, then there's a chance I'll die and one of you gets the same chance. I don't want to subject anyone else to this. Okay? We don't know that it's exactly 50-50. I would venture to guess that it's much lower chance of fatality since you weren't injured as much and since it's so soon after infection. Giving it to somebody who wasn't damaged at all would only increase their chance. It's it's almost like a game of hot potato. The, the decision not to rush does need to be made soon, and I have two counter-arguments. Zare, you have a loved one who is presumably mortal, and I would like for you to spend your natural life with them. Finn, same goes to you. You have a possible loved one who is mortal that I think you would rather spend your life with them, not in some sort of cursed state. I don't really have anyone. I don't necessarily care for that kind of thing. So, uh, there's no loss 
there. Uh, just and why add on top of everything to the pile of weights that you have, Finn? I can take it. I have no burdens. Okay. Cos. I. I think we need to stop thinking in finalities. Thank you. We will find a way to remove the curse. However, Callisto, I think Koss is at least mostly right that we need to pass this on like a hot potato until we find a way of removing it upon transfer. I'm going to leave my argument till Caster, after Caster has a scene, because I, I do I have a lot. Say. Yeah, I have a lot to say, but I'll, I'll let Caster have his. Yeah, I was going to say, Callisto so, was just going to say, where's Caster? One in, one important question for Zareth before I start the scene. What is the floor of the room made out of? Wood. Wood? Um, like, um, I, I, like, very old wood in disrepair because there aren't a lot of trees here, so okay. it's probably recycled wood. <laughs> So then Caster won't feel too bad because he knows it'll clean up and the wood's already disrepair. So he, on the floor, using chalk, he would have made a symbol like he always does when he goes to pray. But this time, it will be the symbol of Pelicos because he found out from Lady Pesca that was who his father was. And he's going to be drawing that symbol out. He's going to be putting candles at the points of each of them and lighting incense. And he's going to sit cross-legged in the middle. And he's going to look up and he's going to sprout his wings from his back. And he's going to basically pleading to the heavens say, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for any of this. I, and I don't ask you for anything, but I need your help. So the first thing that's going to occur is that you're going to visually see white feathers kind of falling from the roof down into the room and kind of like snow that hits a warm surface they'll slowly just kind of erase evaporate behind you um, near a harp you'll hear a few pluckings. I figured one day you might reach out to me. And I truly, truly wish there was something I could do. If, if you turn and look, you'll see for the first time uh, a very humanized vision. Uh, a white robed, golden armored person uh, with, with almost white opal ornate horns off the headpiece. And this person looks geared for war, but they will remove uh, their helmet. Their long white hair will kind of stream from the helmet and uh, their, their kind of darker, deep blue eyes will 
of a five o'clock shadow, uh, all white, kind of draped across their face. Very angular chin. Um, to a point, like, you two very well look strikingly alike. Um, this was a curse given by a deity. Not one from our pantheon. I don't have the power to remove it. What do I do? You have hope. You continue moving on. She's still there. You're seeing it as if it's her death, and it's not. She is different, but she is still there. She has her soul, and she can fight. It does not take who you are. It merely alters the body. And if you give up on her soul, who will stand beside her? Then help me find a new path, because I can't continue down mine. You've with... already had a new path. It's not Demeter that fuels your magic anymore. It's me. It is love. Not regrowth, not the seasons. Your power comes from you and the way you feel of others around you. And as long as you have that, you will always have your powers. But I don't want her to have to suffer. We all suffer. But you know what? That is what makes life worth living. Because suffering reminds us that we're still alive. There was no more suffering. And everything was perfect. There would be no reason to live. No reason to strive above the darkness that the world puts in front of us. And that is just existing. Is not thriving. It is just existence. I'm scared. We're all scared. I guarantee you, every last person in another room is scared too. But let me put you in a little extra secret. Oh my God. And I am scared. But you don't let that control you. You move on with hope and with love. I didn't Here, know. Give your dad a squinch before I have to go. Castor will get up and go over and hug his dad. And he'll say, I didn't know what love was until I met them. Then hold on to it. 
as I will always hold on to you. And in the middle of your hug, they'll slowly disappear. Caster will um, slump to his knees and blow out the candles. Wipe up the floor as best he can. And then head back out to the rest of the group. And Caster comes back into the room, opening the tapestry and seeing all of his friends. And he looks at them and relays what he had in his vision to all of them. Thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and comment so we can bring more people to join the story with us. We want to thank Sirenscape as we use their sound systems for our sound effects and music. Check out the description if you want to know exactly which sets we used this episode. Thanks to Kobold Press, we use their monster write-ups to keep our players on their toes and you listeners on the edges of your seats. Join us next episode as we continue our story. Mm-hmm.